They don't want to have the, the, the last word, and you give them the last word, but they're not happy with the last word. They want to say it again. Then I think it's absolutely right. Hey, Sean Connor E. It's me, Tucker Carlson. I think your comments about women are incredibly sexist, and I would suggest that you further educate yourself about internalized misogyny and the oppression of women in the patriarchy. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm bummed out because that is one of my favorite things to do, but I'm making that a goal this year to, to go camping more often. Oh, after your fight? Yeah, for sure. You should, I don't think you've talked about it, you should mention, like, something about your fight. I'm pretty sure you guys have talked about it. Nope. Heavily. Not in a realistic a capacity. <laughs> that I have a, I don't know. Hey, hey everybody, I'm going to go fight this dude on June 3rd. <laughs> I'm training really hard and I really want to win. It means a lot to me. Send your thoughts and prayers that mean absolutely nothing. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> what weight class? Uh, 165. What is that? The name of it. It's not a weight class. I just chose that weight. Well, who? Yeah, but What it's is the weight of the guy you're fighting? 165. Oh. It was more of just, it's amateur, so it's not. What do you weigh right now? 167. Mm. So you got to cut two pounds. Yeah. Or take a shit. I was 179 week before last. You weigh in the day of the fight? Yep. I think it's only like a couple hours before. That's fucked. Uh, that's the mo that's no, the fairest way it to would do be it. Yeah, it would be fucked if I was cutting the way that people do like when the weigh-in is like a week before or, or not a week. A day not, before. Or a couple days before, yeah. you know, because people blow up. That's, you know, like as people consider like sanctioned cheating and shit. I it chose is. this because yeah. I have to fucking roof and... It gets hot as fuck up there, and I can't be dehydrating myself and cutting serious, like, 20 pounds or something. I was 178, and when I took the fight, and my coach asked me what, like, I think, I don't even think he told, I think he told me, yeah, I didn't even have an opponent yet. He asked me if I was willing to fight, and he told me that they had, uh... He told me that I could choose whatever weight I wanted. I just chose 165 because I knew the amount of training that I was going to do and how much I was going to kick it up. I was just going to end up losing weight anyways. That's actually the the first fight I was supposed to have that I got injured out of. I had to throw off to somebody else. I went underweight because I wasn't weighing myself because I, I wasn't trying to cut weight. I didn't think I was losing weight. And then I got on the treadmill like a week before the fight and I was like four pounds under. And I didn't even realize it because I was just running so much and doing so much conditioning. I didn't realize I was going to lose the weight. And it was the same thing. It was same day weigh in. You can be under. You're just at a disadvantage. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. So like if I, if I come in overweight, if the guy doesn't want to fight me, he doesn't have to and vice versa. Like if he came in, if yes. he came in anything but under is different under 10 pounds, I would still fight or anything. Yeah. Anything mm -hmm. under 10 pounds over, I would still fight him. Just because of the amount of work that I put in and the amount that I think that would even make a difference. So what is it, 165? Yeah. So if he, he showed up at 176. Five. Yeah, I'd probably still fight him. You. What about 177? <laughs> well, the, a big thing is like the guys that I, that I train with the most are all bigger and have way more experience than me, and I handle my own. So like that that gives me enough confidence to where like, I mean, now like I just I just – crumbled under my own logic when you asked me that you know like i feel like with the amount of work that you put in, i was so fucking bummed out the first fight that i was supposed to have even though it your wasn't foot like, was fucked up it wasn't like a big deal i mean <laughs> it was just the fact that it was my first fight and i put in a lot of work and i did take it seriously even though it wasn't like a big fight you know 
it was just a fucking bummer. I ended up rooting. I mean, there was it wasn't weird because I never like talked shit to the dude. I had never even met him that I was supposed to fight. I didn't know much about him. But when uh, when I went to the fight, I ended up rooting for him. And I don't know a lot about the guy that he fought other than he looked like he was significantly older and had a lot more experience. They just pulled a dude that was close to his weight from around there. And the dude was fucking not. He, there was a point where he threw him up against the cage and the way the room was set up. So there was like, there was the majority of the cage was, it was a small room, but it was a normal size cage. And the majority of the cage, you could, st- I think there was like three or four rows of seats. And then, but it was in a corner. So if you were in the corner, there was two walls that was like probably only three feet between the wall like and the cage. Like a baseball field. Yeah. The kid was, like, running him down. Dude, like, hooks him underneath his arms and turns him, like, over his shoulder and, like, throws him into the cage. And when he throws him into the cage, the kid's arms go up, and he run, and he was a short, stocky guy, runs underneath and fucking just hammers him with, like, three uppercuts hmm. um, right to the body. And the kid, you just saw him, like, fold as he hit him. Like, it was so What quick. do you know about the guy you're fighting? Not a lot. I know that he has... What would you do if you found out, like, right before he the fight that it was my question. transgender female to male? I'm refusing to answer that question. <laughs> it goes <laughs> along with your question he, of what you know about he has, him, her. At the time, he had three months of experience. He'll have six. Six months training in kickboxing. I don't know what else he's done, though. So he could have fucking a few years of, like, taekwondo and be throwing, like, crazy kicks and shit. I don't know. It's weird. What with is your specialty? Kickboxing. So he's a kickboxer and you're a kickboxer. Yes. This is a kickboxing match? Yes, it's just kickboxing. Oh. Um, I had talked to my coach. We were texting about it the day that I said yes to the opponent. And he said he had three months at the time. He's like, he'll have six months by the time you guys fight. So he has three months more than you? No, I have almost two years he had three months okay how many fights has he done none same as you yes okay and i told my coach i was like if he like has he said yes yet because there's obviously a big difference there but at the same time the reason why i think they took it is because my and i'm assuming john told him this uh i don't go every single day i go when i can yeah yeah it takes a back burner to work so in my boss or not my boss my coach literally like broke down the math and was like in this three months he could say he goes every day just once a day it's like versus you you going two or three times a week you know maybe at the max and he's like which sometimes you don't do that and sometimes you go more i'm just saying generally and then by the end of it the math added up it was like i had like 60 classes and he had like 50 something so it was like he could be he could be right there and it depends on like i've said like i know people that have been doing it longer than me that i'm better than so it's like it does. I'm. I'm gonna take it. And he knows my coach knows the guy that's coaching him. He said he's a legit ass fucking coach. So I'm not taking it like seriously based off of like his experience. I'm not like planning. Amateur is weird because you don't know anything about each other. There's no tape to watch. You know, we're both fucking inexperienced. Like all you can do is just put in as much work as you possibly can, get it in as good a shape as you can, and then just try your best. Do you have a plan? Not really. I You should try to beat the other guy. The whole thing that's what no, I, that's, I was that's thinking about it. <laughs> the whole thing the whole thing is like uh you should already by the time you say you agree to a fight, you should already know how to fight and be confident enough in your abilities sure. to where 
You should not like a certain move that well, you want to do on him just to be like. Oh, there is. There's a few. Crab, dude. <laughs> there's a few. There's a few that I want to do, but it all depends on how the fight goes. You know, sure, it depends on how that. he comes at me. So, I my whole thing is to just be sharp and be able to adapt to however it goes. You know, like I have. What kind of supplements are you taking to be sharp? None. <laughs> I have none. No. I'm raw dog in this one. No, like you don't take any vitamins or anything like that. Mm-mm. Why? Nothing. I just haven't gotten that far yet. It seems like you're putting yourself at a disadvantage. I could be. But uh, I don't know. I base a lot of what I do off of the other people that I, you know, okay. I'm working around yeah. and what I've seen get them success. You know, like obviously that's where it's going to come from. But uh, fuck, what was I saying before that? Something oh, yeah, about the thing fighting. About the, pl- the thing about the plan. <laughs> the thing about like amateur is weird because like you should already know how to fight by the time you agree to the fight. And I also think that your whole training, the majority of your training is like it's sharpening your skills, you're flowing, you know, and you're doing hard sparring a little bit more than usual just so you're comfortable with that fight environment and actually getting hit and really hitting somebody. And then uh, you shouldn't like trying to and then extreme conditioning, just getting in the most insane shape. Like if I'm going and doing three, three minute rounds back to back to back to back, I do eight of those in one day and my fight is only going to be three, two minute rounds. Like my cardio is going to be through the fucking roof. I'm not worried about my gas tank. I won't be second guessing myself. I know it is. I, I, I have people to compare it off and people to bounce it off of. But like imagine doing that and then also trying to like, Oh, your left hooks bad. So while you're going through all this, insane physical stress and your brain's just fried while you're doing all this shit also trying to learn how to fight you know so i made sure that my coach was comfortable with where i was at and that i was comfortable with where i was at before i took the fight because i didn't want to be thinking about like maybe i should have worked on this better maybe i should have done this better you know i've just been boxing because i like it and i like getting better i don't do something if i don't want to get better at it and it got to the point where he, he, you know, he presented me with the opportunity, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck it." It's, do you seemed, smoke it weed seems to like the right time. help you focus? Uh, or yes. like when you train? Yeah, actually, I just recently started doing that a few months ago, and uh, it helped like a motherfucker yeah. in sparring. Well, I mean, kind of just class in general. Yeah. I was listening to a Joe Rogan episode. You know how he, you know, talks Who? about it. Joe Rogan. Who's that? <laughs> you know how he talks about you know helping him focus and shit. I'm, I didn't hear you. Joe Rogan. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he talks a lot about it, helping him focus and shit. And it was just making me want to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did it, and then I went on a run. And then, because I used to smoke. And then you cried. Yeah, I cried. I got real emotional. <laughs> and then I was like, fuck it. I was like, I'm going to do it and go to class. And when I went to class, I was like, I'm already not. Like, some people go there. It's it's more convenient for them. Like, they can make it every day of the week. Like, they have a routine job. I don't have that. So when I go, it's like, I'm going to take something out of here with me. Sure. Make the and most of it. It's easier to just like not zone out, but like zone in and focus when my brain is in that, you know. Like yeah. there's like a perfect amount. If I take a couple little hits before I go, I don't even think about it, you know. I'm just like I'm focused, you know, and shit resonates more sometimes. Cool. Not that I don't learn when I'm sober, but it definitely You helps. know what's kinda weird about like I understand why it's like this, but it's it's weird how you can get a football scholarship or a basketball like some sort of sports scholarship, but they don't have uh, like a college backed program for fighting. It's like not. You, There's like, there's kind of like that yeah, wrestling. Right, yeah, but I don't think that many people 
like how big is professional wrestling? Olympic, I've never even Olympic yeah, wrestling. Yeah, you can go, you to, can the go to the Olympics. It's yeah. it's a pretty big deal, and for boxing as well. And a lot of Olympic wrestlers have gone into the MMA and yeah. crushed. Yeah, don't don't you think it would be harder though to be an Olympian than a than like any NF like on average like to making an NFL roster is probably a bit easier than being a actually Olympic college I would no college wrestling. I remember my coach telling me in middle school. He said that's like the number one thing that people have success in. Uh, more for like for getting scholarships, else. he said yeah. more than anything else. He's like by by a long shot. He's like so if you want something you can take with you to college, he's like wrestling is where it's at. And I feel he like that football, makes more he sense. He compared though. it to like football. I, and it shit. is kind of weird that like football is ingrained into our education system. Like this made up bullshit. It's more so in the South, the Midwest, in the South. And yeah, for wrestling, but, I think it's good for because it's very individual too. You know, you yeah. don't have to rely there is on a as team, many people. There's a team, but you're also it's one v one. My dad asked me one time, he was like, he's like, I don't, I'm not knocking on you for not liking football. He's like, I could tell when you grew out of it, you lost interest. He's like, but what is, how come you didn't like football, but you are like in love with MMA? And I was like, because the idea of like, it's so individual, like say a quarterback has like the best game of his life, but everybody on his team doesn't show up that day and it fucks him up, you know, like. That would be I don't I wouldn't ever want to be in that position. Mm-hmm. Like if I it's it it goes both ways though because if I go and I have the best fight of my life and I win that's all on me. You know if I win yep. I get the whole thing. It's not on thing. you only. But well, you have yeah. a coach, you have teammates yeah, that are helping you. Yeah, but that's like with anything. Like obviously you have people teaching you and you're learning. It comes from somewhere, but at the end of the day you're the one fighting. You know it's one v one. Yeah, yeah. And it's but also if you lose, you if acquired. you lose, you're the only one who lost. You know it's it's all on you. So, I don't know, that high risk, high reward, you know, like, I think that's kind of part of what attracts it to me. That and even not competing, you know, I, I when I first started, I had no desire, like, it wasn't my intention to compete, but I watched myself progress, and eventually, you know, and I saw other people doing it, and I was like, man, like, I kind of feel like I could fuck some of these people up going to fights and watching people. I mean, I would, I don't ever want to be the guy who's in the crowd and like, oh, I could have beat that guy, because, like... I, you hear people all the time, like the fights that I've went to to watch, like people I know fighting, and like yeah. you hear guys in the crowd like, you didn't even bragging. hit him that hard, but you just folded. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you, that, that being a spectator is That's easier how, than not. Right. It's hard. It's, Dad watches sport like fighting right. or football. He's like, Football's I could have caught same, that. Yeah. It's like, no, you this can't, dude. Walker <laughs> dropped the ball. What an idiot. Like, I wow. never would have done that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd knock out Floyd Mayweather. He's a pussy. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have to respect those guys for even getting in there. Even if you do, like, you know, like that's the way I looked. I was like, even when I saw some fighters, I was like, I knew what I what they were doing wrong and like what I would have done different. It's like he's in there and I'm not. Yeah, I in haven't the made the it moment, in there. You can't you can't predict yeah. what you would. But do. I'm also like I can judge whoever the fuck I want. So there's been no, times absolutely. I've been like I think I would have kicked that guy's ass. Like how one of my coaches was like he doesn't he's a very down to earth real dude and he was like he's like no he's like the the heavyweights looked like dog shit. He's like I probably would have fucked any one of them up. And I was like respect the honesty. You know like it's not something you go like. You go ranting about to everybody, you know. You don't show up there like, oh, I would have beat that guy's ass. But for you to tell other guys at gym, like, oh, you saw those fights Saturday night? Those guys looked like shit. You know, I was kind of surprised. Like, there's nothing wrong with making an assessment. You know, sure. some people, some people, especially people that have fought, like they take that shit kind of personally. You know, like if I were, like if I were to fight, and you were to tell me like, oh, I think you should have done this and that, blah blah. It's like, it's up to me how how much 
how seriously I want to take that. Sure. You know, like yeah. it could mean nothing or I could get all fucking butthurt about it. Sure. But at the end of the day, you know, I. When the different. Coliseum was still a thing, would you have like. Fought like some if somebody lions. was like, hey, you fight no, two lions with a spear f- for like 25 bucks. I don't want to fucking die like that. <laughs> that would be terrible. Yeah, but if you know how to fight a man who also is armed, dog fight. you have a sword and, and a I shield. if I probably wasn't going to live till 30 and I knew if I won, then I would be like... A god. A god, yeah, maybe. Because my life would be different. Like right now I'm comfortable. I like my everyday life. But back then, even if you were a king, you didn't live as good as I do now. So I'd well, say... maybe. Debatable. Yeah. I think if I had a sword and a shield, my chances against a large cat are not bad. Yeah? Yeah. Run I don't him. know. Large cats are fucking crazy. But what can it do? If, if you hold, if you have like a, like you got a shield and a, like a gladius, like a short sword. Tommy, and you're you've just never fought. Getting never, closer to it and just stabbing before, it. Like, so I don't think you really understand like the physical I like my odds against a human when I have a sword and a shield too though. Sure, but what I don't think you understand, like, what kind of cat are we talking about? Like a lion or a tiger? Yeah. I think I could okay. kill you if you had so a sword and shield. One of those cats could just, like, slap and fucking break your neck. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you have a shield and it slaps your shield, it's going to break your arm. Not to then... mention, that's just the power. Now you imagine butcher knives at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, let's say it breaks your arm. Now you're crying on the ground like, it fucking hurt me. And then I... it just chews your face off. But I could still realistically kill it. You could, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think if you would take a lot up. more damage than you think you would with a big cat. Big cats are fucking powerful. They're faster. They're stronger. Yeah. They're not scared of you. Like well, what they I have mean every to say is like, yeah, they have every physical advantage they possibly they're on could. The they're on the offense. They're the built time. to kill. Yeah, but I have a sword and a shield. Yeah, but and they have all the weapons. Defense. But their weapons <laughs> no, are better and built for. into them, and they know how to use them. Not just instinctually, but they have. You just are holding a sword and a shield. Like that's not part of you. You're not a physical. Like a, you're not a killer. Like. You as an animal and you as a person are not a violent person. So if you just picked up a sword and a shield, that wouldn't be much of an advantage. You're talking about an animal that's physically superior than you in every way and is literally a killing machine with built-in weapons that fit its style best. That's I think it would to eat humans. I think it would annihilate you. <laughs> way to be completely literal. But also, <laughs> like you. you have to, like you've seen those videos where like people are riding on elephants and there's oh yeah there's a tiger in the tall grass that no one sees. The one where it barely barely grazes him. You know he lost that arm. Yeah. So there's that, and also like in the Colosseum, I can, uh, I wasn't there, but I can only imagine there it's like obstacles in the Colosseum and and yeah. things for a tiger to hide behind. So you're like looking around, like you ever seen Coneheads? Yeah, <laughs> where they're fighting the the Snarlack or whatever yeah. it is. Like you're like walking around, like okay, well, there's a tiger somewhere. <laughs> well, I'm thinking about Gladiator, like where <laughs> there's just sudden, it's right behind you and it fucking slices your head off. I'm thinking about like like just sand. And like it's An like gladiator, pit. yeah, just a pit, like, like a movie, fighting pit. Gladiator. And then I just slowly Which walk up to it Coliseum and get like into a corner. It was. You know, it's fucking There's no corners. Crazy. It was round. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you can, yeah, not a corner, but like you can get it against, Back it the, up wall. against the wall. When I went to the zoo, Think. we saw the first time we came through. There was two. I, if I were to guess, I'd say like a hundred to one hundred fifty pound uh, cougars there, and. They were sleeping when we first came through. Did you get their number? Close, they were close to the glass, so I got like a good look at them. But when we came back, they were playing. And it was already amazing to me that they could go probably 40 yards across the enclosure with like a second or two yeah. with barely any effort. You could yeah. tell they weren't running. They were just 
prancing through, yep. playing, chasing each other. They'd go from one side to the other. To add to that, like, the guy who was next to me with his girlfriend, we were both leaning over the railing, and he goes, dude, he's like, if you close your eyes, you can't even hear him. Nope. I closed my eyes, and you literally couldn't hear anything. And it's wide open. It's open. I'm like, dude, if that thing was running up on you in the woods, like, you could see as they were running, like, they knew exactly where to put their feet to make no noise. Yep. It's like, if that thing was there, you would never know until it killed you. Got a hold of you. Yeah. yeah. You just, you might hear something like a, twi- a little twig snap or some leaves brush behind you, and then something would clamp down on your neck really fucking they're hard. They're a pretty good predator. Yeah. And I'd much rather get eaten by them because they're going to try and break your spine with their they're teeth. They're going to go for your throat. Yeah. yeah. They're That's not going to, they're not going to fucking just hold you down and eat you alive. That is much more terrifying. It depends on how much of a fight you put up. Yeah. You've seen that, uh, nature is metal oh yeah there's lions that are eating the ass out of a water bubble usually that's trying to crawl away yeah usually that's usually that's when uh when they can hold you down but like a cougar i mean i guess if it's a big one and it thinks it can just hold you down but like they usually like to not risk injury will kill you dead before they start eating you because they want to make sure it's done it's taken care of but with like a pride of lions they'll just hold you down and eat your nuts off i was sitting on the porch like uh, ten minutes before he got here, and this, these two birds were like, f- like fucking around in the air, and they both smacked into the window right next to me, and it scared the fuck out of me. And I looked down, and like, one of them was just like sitting there, like how birds just sit normally, and the other one had his wings all the way out, and his head <laughs> was just on the floor, and he was just like trying to get up, like on his head, and he just kept like, his mouth was just open, and he's like, he, it looked like he was like fucked Concussed. up, yeah. And the other one eventually just flew away, and then I like poured some water near him, and he didn't move. And then I poured some water on him, and he like freaked the fuck out and flew into the tree line. And like I don't know huh. if he died or not, but he looked. I thought he was gonna die because he was he was just sitting there twitching. And I thought like he probably just is internally hemorrhaging. Fry his, it up in his brain. Put it in the in the frying pan. <laughs> there's wind. There's uh. Feathers stuck to the window, though. Yeah. If you look at it. And shit. I think he shit himself when he hit it. <laughs> Probably. If you hit a window that fast, you'd shit yourself. Probably. <laughs> Ron, this is completely unrelated, but I think we should do another podcast with just you and Steven. Why? Because I totally... I don't know if I'd consider it throwing you under the bus, but I straight up told him what you told me. You were like, I don't even know him, and I already don't like him. And he was like... He goes... It was the podcast... We did a whole podcast that we couldn't keep, which is... a darn shame because there was some good stuff on it but yeah, yeah i told like him that and he goes one. well fuck that guy he's like if you're listening to this he's like he listens to these doesn't he's like fuck you ron he's like i've multiple times been on here talking about how like i want to meet you and been nothing but nice and then you say some shit like that so i was like now i think i even said on the podcast i was like we need to do one that's just you two <laughs> i don't think it would be as awkward as you think i don't think it would <laughs> yeah i had a lot of fun listening to the one that you guys the one that i came up here for a little bit where you, you brought took, the shock that's pads. Been like half of them. I, I brought you, the shock you just pads. When I brought the shock with pads. shock pads. <laughs> that like shit was through. so fucking funny. It was cool getting to listen to one. I mean, I've I've enjoyed a few that I wasn't part of, but that one was definitely like it's cool hearing like people that I talk to. The first time I ever listened to one, I was like, I wonder if it's gonna suck because I'm gonna be listening to it. Like, man, I wish I could pitch in here, but it's not because like the dynamic of your guys' conversations, I feel like, is different when I'm not here. You know, like when you when we switch it up, it's it's yeah, yeah, it yeah. just depends on you know the combination of people. Yeah, sure. like when and it just when you're not here, we, you for... we talk about whatever, and then when you're here, we listen to you talk <laughs> about fighting. <laughs> hey, he asked me about it. 
No, I was just... <laughs> well, yeah, I was kind of not expecting you to elaborate so much because I was wanting to ask more questions. That's kind of why I don't like I don't go out of my way to talk about it unless I'm with somebody that I know wants to like really yeah. talk about it well, because when, when I'm it's easy for me stuff, to get lost in it because I can talk forever about sure. that shit. If when I'm passionate about something, you could ask me like uh, anything about it, and then I'll I will proceed to tell you everything I know about it, <laughs> why I like it how long I've liked it, every fucking nuance of it, and then it's like, mm-hmm. I don't even remember what the question was. Right. I'm, just, I'm just telling you everything I, 20 I know. minutes later. What's yeah. funny is like when I'm at the gym and I'm talking to people, like that's just how the conversation is. Like it probably would sound like foreign to somebody who doesn't know it. But when I'm talking to like someone like you, I'll, I'll have that thought in my head. I'll be like, oh shit, he asked me a question and now I'm like explaining to him like the, f- the philosophical meaning or the drive by, like just some weird yeah, shit, yeah. you know? I but don't it's, mind it. it's easy to get lost in it. Absolutely. You know? I get it. <clears throat> it's fun. There's one thing that I wish that I'm I'm still f- depressed that there's like a three hour episode that I just had to delete because it was like corrupted or something. You're I don't know. Was that the one that we the last that you one? Were in for, yeah. Or like I wasn't in the. Beginning I shocked of my it. asshole on that one. Well, that's yeah. cool. There was yeah. there was some elect elect electric shocking shit that happened, but um, there was an idea that I had. It was like uh, I wanted to talk about like. Because, you know, they're talking about remaking Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Nope, I didn't know that. They've been throwing that around, like, rebooting it. And I was thinking, like, how idea. terribly woke could they make it? Like, Oh, but, it would be garbage. But, I mean, like, so Harry Potter Let's would just, be, like, a black gay I was going to say, guy. we got to get that out of there right now. Yeah, it's it's going to be a black gay woman. Basically, the idea is, like, <laughs> black dynamite, but Harry Potter. So yeah. Wearing the, a rainbow cape. <laughs> yeah and like voldemort's name the the name you can't say it's just the n-word yeah that works <laughs> and then confetti comes out of their wands but he's a white dude he's no his they just name is guns. the n-word but he's just a white man just a straight white dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like super religious and he's just trying to fucking and trying his, to convince everybody to be a christian like, uh jesse privilege or something <laughs> yeah jesse privilege <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys kind of well. By you guys, I mean Isaac went down the rabbit hole. Well, I guess you guys were Isaac's all kind of pitching on that conversation. Go, well, yeah, it's it's easy to just egg him on. Mm-hmm. That was one thing I learned on that podcast that we couldn't keep though. Is that like this podcast is just bullying? We just pick one person. Oh, to dude, just... we shit on Stephen <laughs> so fucking hard because he made the mistake of, I think he kind of pulled the card of like, why would Ron not like me? And <laughs> it was like. My, it's I like think the reason podcast right. where you guys are shitting on each other. Yeah. So for Give you, me three reasons for why you. you like I was me. like, it wasn't like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. He said he didn't like you, but he did say like, you he, you don't know him. You just were right. like making observations. Like yep. from what I've heard, maybe it's he his his voice was annoying or the things he was talking about didn't interest you. I don't I don't know. Yeah. You didn't you didn't elaborate. Didn't but, need to. Yeah, but with him, it was like. I don't know. Like, what would your reaction be if I was like, why would you ever not like me? You're going to point out every <laughs> reason course. why a person yeah. might possibly not you, like me. You just loaded my gun, buddy. Yeah. I'm going to start shooting. It was fun <laughs> when, when, when the first few we did that was just me, Tommy, and Shane because you could feel this sense of, like, nobody knew where dire- what direction it was go, but for, like, very long periods of time, like it would just be one person just getting shit on by yeah, the other yeah. two. And you never know who it's going to be or when it's going to switch. And one minute you're in it, you're fucking with somebody. And then all of a sudden, you know, like sometimes like I'd try to switch it on Tommy and then Tommy would find a way to defend it. And then 
now it's getting switched on me. And it's like, no, this isn't what I wanted, you know? Well, two people just make goes fun of around one person like for being stupid, and then, like, one person tries to make fun of them and makes themselves look stupid, and yeah. then both people... Then that guy's like, oh, now's my chance. <laughs> Fuck you, actually. <laughs> the fun one was when we got drunk, and we decided we're going to go around and we're going to say something that we really like about each other, and then we're going to say something that it we was really like five hate. five things, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was three yeah. things we like and the three things we like hate. It was, like, bad, and then I don't remember which one was first. I remember when I did mine... There was, there was, it, it was, was Steven, it was, yeah, it was Steven, Shane, and me, and I did, er, and Tommy, and I remember I did, Steven was sitting there, I, I just skipped past Tommy, I did Steven, yeah, so we yeah, were yeah. all going, like, counterclockwise, and I did the good one, I looked at Tommy, and I was like, Shane, what I love about <laughs> you, and I just immediately saw, like, the gears grind, like, he just, right, he was writing <laughs> shit down on his phone, like, we were all laughing doing the podcast, and Tommy's just getting down on his fucking notes, just, he was so excited to do that one. Yeah. And then, but you were, like, you were hammered by the time we went to <laughs> yeah. do it, so you actually, like, but it wasn't it coming from you, it was like me. you were reading some shit that somebody else wrote that didn't like me, like, you were just... I didn't yeah, take yeah. it personally because Narrating. it didn't feel like it was yeah. coming from him. He just was like, I don't remember. He's like, there's something that you said. Oh, yeah, you one were of like, them. has black girlfriend. I don't know what that means but or what that's about. And then just moves on. One of them, I was like, I don't know. It, I just wrote baby Joe Rogan. And I was like, what the fuck was I supposed to elaborate on there? And Steven's like, you know what that means. And I was like, oh, sure, okay. I don't even. <laughs> there was something, something Steven said about Kaylee that... I told her, but it was like completely out of. He said something. I was like, "He, because he's met her, and they, they're both, they both like each other." He just said she's not hot. That yeah, yeah. I think I just said something about Kaylee. He's like, "Yeah," and just for the record, she's not attractive at all. By the way, like he said that, and then immediately afterwards, like, "Oh no, I'm kidding and shit." I made I the mistake of trying to convince. Yeah, you mentioned her being black as some sort of like defense as a joke, and then he went, "Well, she's not hot." Like it, like it counts yeah, less. That's, that's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> It'd be different if you were, <laughs> if you were with an attractive black woman. Also, him and Isaac. That's it's rough when they're on here together. I love them both to death, and I love talking to them. But I realized how chaotic our conversations are when we had them both on yeah, here. Yeah, that shit goes in weeds, brother. Well, because that shit goes. it's not necessarily that. It's the multiple conversations going on at the same time. Well, yeah. no, not even that. Steven's thing is Steven's really like he's really quick. And he'll he'll say and sometimes it's stupid. He'll even say like, "Oh, that was a stretch." But like he he'll he'll just blurt out some shit or cut you off, like knowing that it's obnoxious. Not in the way that I do, just not realizing how th- yeah. a conversation works. He'll just blurt something out just to be a dick, and then Isaac will just keep keep going and going and going. So you have Isaac speaking louder than everybody else in the room, going off about God knows what, and then you have Stephen like trying to pit, and then you have. Shane over here on his phone, just completely disconnected. Like he won't even make an effort if it's going south. And then I'm here, like trying he, to structure reason, this conversation a little bit and like pick a subject and stick with it. The and reason like, like make, we need to get Tommy back up here. I like to make fun of Shane because it's the only way you can get him to stick with it. Otherwise, he just like he checks out a little bit. So you got to like say that you fucked his mom or whatever yeah. to get him like fired in, up. Yeah, just to get Wait, him talking. What? What'd you say? <laughs> He's a funny fucking dude to watch get mad. To get mad? Yeah. I've never seen him Not mad. even like mad. I just like, he gets, he doesn't, that's a f- interesting, like, he doesn't get mad often, but he gets worked up constantly. Yeah. yeah. He's very easy I've to get worked I've never seen him up. get legitimately mad. But, but he doesn't hold on to shit. He doesn't hold grudges. He doesn't get sure. mad easily. But just getting like worked up and maybe that's his secret. Maybe that's just like, it's, that's well, how I, he deals with shit I'll tell one quickly. joke about fucking his mom and he'll go, dude. 
And he's like not mad, but he's like, well, no, he it's started not doing that. it the other night. I realized how uncomfortable it is because he started doing it with our grandma. And he like uses her name the same we do with Tina. And I didn't realize how much more uncomfortable it makes it. Like Tommy said something like, he was like, I, I, I don't remember what the conversation was. I just remember he was like, yeah. He's like, that's what Debbie says when I put my balls in her mouth. And I was like, Ugh, why do you have to say her name? And he knows her too. So I see what he means when he's like, dude, you know my mom, yeah, dude. Like yeah. you've known her for years. And he knows my grandma. So it just makes it that much fucking worse. It's a little weird. It's funny to me, like, I don't know, like, the way that we grew up, like, with our, you know, the majority of our family, I feel like, especially you, like, my dad, like, there's certain jokes I know. There's certain jokes that I can make that I know my dad will get, like, fired up about or not like. He's got a weird moral. I could could tell you I'm going to fuck your mother and you're not going to be like, that's fucking weird. You know my fucking mom, like, this and that. Like, with my dad, you'll say something about his mom and he'll be like, dude, like, as if you don't know that you guys are related and that's your aunt. It's not. I never say that about Aunt Debbie. I say that about cousins. And that's what really gets him weird, especially since He's one of our cousins literal. is a masseuse. Yeah. It's like, why don't you go get a massage? He's like, <laughs> yeah, he hates that shit. <laughs> He's just too literal. Yes. This is my cousin. Why would I get a massage for my cousin? It's like, well, why wouldn't you? Are you? Is it sexual for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Okay. Back okay. him into a corner. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I had he a doesn't like 9-11 jokes either. I, I was talking to him about, uh, I think in certain cases... Because he's very, like, if a woman hits you, you don't hit him back, period. And the funny thing is, like... I don't think that is that black and white. No, I've had the fuck beat out of me by women. Not, like, beat bloody or anything, but, like, right. or abused. But, like, I've had a woman... Uh, granted, I was drunk both times, and it was the same girl. One time, she turned around in a truck and was, like, booting me in the face with cowboy boots. And I was just telling the guy, like, pull over. Like, I gotta get out till she calms down. Sure. And, uh... I found a way around it. I made her cry into a fetal position. She had to get carried into her house that Aww. night. I said some, some pretty heinous shit. But uh, another time, she, I can't even remember. Your uh, butthole mean, is so brown. You need mean to bleach shit. that shit. Another time, she was like literally like just swinging, just beating the fuck out of just punching me in the face, and I just grabbed her arms, and she bit my nipple. I had a scar right above That's my nipple you... for a long time. I still didn't hit her. That's where you shot a couple of bitch. to the jaw. I told my dad, I was like, I don't like that. I don't like the idea of anybody physically assaulting somebody because they think they know that they can't be hit back. I was like, if a woman started swinging on me, I would probably to kick your ass. I wouldn't beat the fuck out of her. You don't have, but I would probably hit her once just so she knows. Like that's what I could do to you, and you think it's okay to do that to me? Do you understand what I could do to you back? Right, dude. He lost it. He was like, "Tell me you're fucking joking right now. I didn't raise you that way." It's not that. It's it's the idea that there are no consequences. Right. And there are, is always a consequence. A consequence is not always bad. Consequences can be good as well. Mm-hmm. But if if I go with the intent of beating someone up, let's say a man. Right. One of those consequences is I get my ass handed to me. Mm-hmm. You don't have to let a woman get her ass handed to her. but Yeah. If you punch somebody with the intent of kicking their ass right. or kick them or whatever, like a thump yeah. could be a consequence. Well, like, listen, that's not how this goes down. And like you said, it's not black and white. I think the way my dad sees it is there's 
There's guys who are st- like don't ever hit a woman at all, never has hit a woman, never will. And then there's guys that think it's okay to beat women and will just beat their wife right. because they're mad. Yep. I was like, that's not what I'm saying. Nope. I think that if somebody physically assaults me, yes. I will beat the shit out of them. Have you ever seen me like just go around just like that's not how no. that's not my immediate thing that I go to. That's not how I handle shit. It's the same thing with women. I've never beat the fuck out of a right. woman. I've right. never hit a woman. Yep. But I do believe that if I ever found myself in the situation that that happened and I thought that it was and at that point it's if tool. you're going to fight somebody it it's should not, never be because they're a man or a woman it's you're being physically assaulted and it's absolutely. a matter of safety and, and you need to hit your, in self defense exactly absolutely. that's that's and how I feel self defense doesn't mean that you beat that person until they're dead right you can just throw one punch and yeah. that's your self defense and it ends right there yeah potentially you don't even have to throw a punch you could uh, slap you can Just give a, a, a really good, good fucking Charlie horse in the thigh. Yeah. Like, this is not how this plays out. That would be Dana funny White. to, like, can you imagine, like, a woman, <laughs> a woman, like, trying to beat the shit out of you, and you just, like, gave her a, not even, like, a titty twister, just, like, pinched their arm as hard as <laughs> no, no, no. a titty twister. No, just... you get her in a headlock, and you give her a noogie. <laughs> yeah, just humiliatingly, you know, like, not even hurting them. But, no, like, seriously, like, I, I could, I could fucking, like, if my girlfriend attacked me, I could just grab her anywhere on her body and, and squeeze pain. her hard yeah, enough yeah. <laughs> to where yeah. she would just submit completely. Yes. And I'm not saying I wouldn't do that unless she was like fucking freaking out trying to kill me or something. <laughs> but right. like, thought about it. Oh, I fantasize about beating <laughs> women all the time because there's pl- <laughs> the like that time when that girl eyes. was fucking whoop- both times. Dude, there was nothing I wanted more than to beat the shit out of her. Like I, that can sound as fucked up as you want, but like the thought definitely crossed my mind. I just well, didn't fucking do it because what, I didn't feel like it was necessary. There's a lot of stuff like you were what so if you just hard. grabbed yeah. grabbed just her because face? How many times have you wanted to beat the shit out of a guy, but you didn't because you knew that wasn't the right way to handle it? You still thought about it. I don't have the urge to fight people. Well, maybe when when you were younger, was there ever a time that somebody oh, sure, pissed you yeah, off yeah. like I want to whoop yeah, this guy's ass right bullied now? In school, yeah, there's like, nothing I'm wrong with that. But you didn't do it, you know. And there's you don't nothing, know that? There's nothing wrong... Well, I'm, I'm saying, like, in general... <laughs> what do you like, want to admit You to? know that that's not always the right choice. And well, yeah, and I've grown up, and I've my give-a-shit factor has gone away a long time ago. So, yeah. like, people making fun of me... You don't have time for that. fucked. Yeah, you don't like, have it, time for that. I have, yeah. People make fun of the way that I dress, my clothes. I don't care. Well, also, you're, you're a very unique individual, so I can imagine, like... If anything, I feel like you're more normal now than when I was younger. At least physically, like appearance-wise, you know. And maybe yeah, it's just because your yeah. life is so like structured, you know. Like you have a family, I've got you have property. Things to do. Yeah, you, 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 you have a life, you know. Like before, it was. Well, you know, too though. Like I'm not saying I'm like the inventor of being weird and punkish, but mm-hmm. um, where I went to school and the time that I was going to school, like. It wasn't as normal as it is now. Yeah. And I think that that kind of pushes people away from it as well. When it yeah. becomes normal, when yeah. you see every single person on the street with dyed hair. I When I would dye my hair, I'd have to wear a hat for months to hide it from my father. I was going to say, especially growing up in our fucking family, yes, dude. Yes, absolutely. That is nuts. Yes. But I'm glad that I had somebody like you to grow to up around the because bar for us. <laughs> even no, even though you've always been a weird fucking dude, I think you've also always been a very respectable person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, I always understood like everybody gives Ron shit, even like our older family members that would fuck with you about being weird, knew you're weird even if they were like it was just too far, like they didn't understand why you're doing what you did. 
Sure. They always respected you based off of your actions and the way that you lived your life. Yeah. And that was a good thing, I think, for me to look up to because it's like, oh, I don't, I don't have to be exactly the way my family wants me to be or whatever I grew up around. As long as I'm a good person, sure. I can be whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. And that was something that I noticed growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I, I try to live my life by. But you like, didn't have an example. Like you were just, you just did what you were about at a young, from a young age. You were just a yeah, weird fucking well, dude. Like, well, like I said, when I dyed my hair. I would wear the hat and it would be like, why are you wearing a hat every single day? Take mm-hmm. the hat off. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you got a blue fucking mohawk? <laughs> I'm shaving your head right now. <laughs> right. Oh, like, damn it. He found out. What Shit were, like that. What were your, because I know Uncle Ron and Aunt Mary, but like, I don't know, like, what were they like, like for you growing up? Like, were they pretty pretty hardcore pretty strict like were you allowed to go do shit with your friends or not strict at all not at all they let you do whatever the fuck you wanted basically so yeah. we definitely didn't grow up any close to the same no <laughs> we i can't imagine them ever being like uptight no they weren't your mom and dad have always seemed like your dad's always been one of the most like laid back relaxed people i've i've ever known yeah well, he was a big drinker. I was gonna say he was a big drinker. Did was he ever like? Did that ever come out? Like, was he ever like? Did they, did he ever get like mean, or was he kind of just? Oh like, yeah, hey, yeah. There were definitely mean times for sure. Did you get your ass beat growing yeah, up? Yeah. Well, so I think there's a difference between punishment and beating. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely got my fair share of punishment. Yeah. Um, did it work? I think it did. Absolutely. If you get spanked. With a wooden spoon or yeah. whatever, I, uh, you don't want to get caught doing that again. Mm-hmm. So you either don't do that again, or you find a way to not get caught. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've never spanked. Well, I've spanked my kids, but nowhere near what I got when I was a kid. That's kind of like the beating women thing. I, I, I remember talking to one of my high school teachers about. It. I was like, I, I, I got my ass whooped a couple times growing up, but I think I, I deserved it, you know? And I believe, I don't want to ever have to do that to my kids. And like, I remember her telling me, she's like, my kids are great. And I never had to lay a hand on them. I was like, that's cool. I'm not saying that that's bad, but I, and I also hope that I never have to do when I have kids, right. but I'm, I'm not saying I've seen people with kids that need mm-hmm. their ass beat. And maybe that's cause they fucked up somewhere else. But I don't think, especially like at a young age, like my, my dad always said when he would spank us when we were kids, he was never hurting us. It was just, it's, it's scary. Your dad, oh, yeah, yeah. This, who is it's, your it's protector, more scary than anything. your parent, the person you love more than anything, wants to inflict fear on you. And it's, it's scary. And they're, it's they're to correct you. a behavior that is not desirable. Right. And, my and as a two year old, you is... don't know right and wrong <laughs> yet. So you just need to be shown, like, if you keep doing something and you just need to know that that's really bad. And you can't be taught at two years old that like you need to be punished. Sometimes. I think it goes deeper than that. I think it's more of um, it's more of a you didn't listen to me, and this is the consequence. Right. Now, if you want this, if you don't want this to happen again, you need to remember that you need to listen to me. Isn't it weird that I, there? Are... I that's weird to me because I I think that that it's it's okay to hit a kid when they're young enough to where you can't reason with them. Like, and I'm, it's not like you... Like a dog. Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't spank him to inflict pain on him so that he associates pain with, with uh, disobeying you, but sure. it's like, it's to get their attention and be like, you know... Like, I also I think know. it's fucking but ridiculous. also coming from not being parents as well. Yeah, yeah but no, I'm, I'm just, just saying that the way that I look at it, like, I don't... 
I wouldn't want to associate um, fear as a bad consequence. Like, like my fear, like my kids are scared of not listening to me because if, if you don't want them to do something, if they're old enough to understand and you've done your job up till that point, you should be able to explain to them why you don't want the outcome of what they're doing as yep. opposed to just being like, okay, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to hurt you. Yeah, yeah. And so, that's that's what you don't want to happen because then they don't really learn it. Absolutely. Easier said than done. Just because like you th- talk to them like an adult. I try my best to talk to my kids. Oh, like, yeah. I see like you do that all the time. Like they're humans that understand. Yeah. And how many times do you have to repeat yourself before you're... Uh, you lose your shit. Yeah. Like, hey, uh, the rule of this house is we eat food at the dinner table. I don't care if it's dinner or not or breakfast or mm-hmm. lunch or you're having a snack. Food is ate at the table. This is the house rule. And then you're sitting watching TV and one kid says, can I have a snack? Say, yeah, go for it. And then now they're sitting on the carpet with a bowl full of ice cream and it spills. I'm like, oh, Remember the rule? It's to sit at the table when you're eating. And then three three hours later, that happens again. And then the next day, it happens again. And then 20 minutes later, it happens again. Like It's like, okay, I, I know you've heard me. You've mm-hmm. heard me say we eat food at the fucking <laughs> table. I think you have a very well-structured family. I've seen your kids are extremely well-behaved. But I've also, it's it's like, it's... They're kids still. Like I've seen them throw yes. temper tantrums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen you make yep. them cry just because you were explaining like they didn't yeah, like yeah. what they were hearing. Yep. And I feel like that's just part of it. Even if you have good kids, that's gonna happen. That's part of it. I, I would assume being a parent and having it's kids. It's not all me though. Sonny is the one that, that instigates that. Yeah. If I yell at the kids or make them cry, she's she confronts me. Right. And then I say, Okay, get over here. Listen, I'm sorry for yelling at you. This is why I got so frustrated. Can you understand that? Okay, now listen. Please listen. This is a learning experience. Yeah. Do not I've do never that. seen somebody explain like I since I can remember, I've always seen you like anytime we're doing anything, I've never seen like we could be all hanging out doing like even when we say we're at your house having a fire, we're doing this. Your kid will walk up to you with a fucking leaf and ask you where it came from and you're like oh that came from whatever like you <laughs> you you talk to them like they're fucking people you know and like i've seen you like so many lessons like in like or they'll they'll do something like they'll stand by the fire uh-huh. you know too close or they'll run by the fire and you'll pull them aside and they're already upset because they know dad's gonna tell me something i don't want to listen to it but you'll sit there and explain to them like hey like this is why it's not okay to run around the fire and i've seen them more times than not like be like okay you know they might not understand why it's so important but they they respect you because mm-hmm. you guys have a good relationship and they go okay you know like i won't do that that's a bad thing but then i've also seen times that they do it again 10 minutes later and i've seen you grab them and they cry and yeah. you're like i fucking told me he did wrong <laughs> and then like you said sonny comes out you know, you're yeah. like i'm sorry i didn't mean to yell at you but this is what it was so mm-hmm. it's like i've seen you punish your kids but more often than i've seen you seen you like talk to them like fucking adults but like you said that's not always i feel like an option it's not, and hopefully you guys become parents someday. But uh, it's it's not what you think it is. Mm-hmm. You don't really remember your childhood and how your parents parented you. Yeah, I don't really. Um, there's bits and pieces, but I try and do the best that I can as a team. Yeah, and like 
I like I've spanked my kids a handful of times. Um and I don't think any for Oliver. Also like what you said like with you and Sonny like you guys have that even balance of sometimes because you tend to be the one who's it's good that you sometimes are you're more hard on them in some ways and you're quicker to like make an effort to explain something to them and sure. to say that's the root she of them the then getting upset yeah but it seems like like you even said like she'll she'll kind of bring you down a little bit and i think that's a str- the struggle of like being like a single parent like i remember my dad it took him a long time to realize how to do both, both. jobs yeah, and like yeah. i can't hold that against him because i think i don't think there's anything wrong with your parents having different roles. I'm not talking about like general. I'm just speaking no, yeah, of like, yeah. what, like I agree with that. Like you said, it's a team. You know, like yeah, yeah. you guys are all pitching in together with what it's you harder, know. It's harder to. It's not harder to recognize that. Like, say you yell at your kid and you make him cry, right? Yeah. Um, I think as a single parent, or it's easier for me when my girlfriend comes to me and says, "Hey, you kind of fucked up there. You need to go talk to him." Mm-hmm. I wouldn't normally go out of my way to go talk to him. It helps me to have her do that. Right. And it, it, I think it's better in the long run rather than just having a kid go down into his room and cry, right. cry himself to sleep. Why not have the person that made you cry come down and talk to you about why? It's weird when you see parents that are so not on the same page. Like you have mom or dad being the disciplinarian and then the other parent that they go to because they know like oh he's he didn't really mean that you didn't actually do anything wrong and it's like people don't realize how difficult that is for a kid i feel like like that's that that con different that's 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 gonna fuck with your head like how are you gonna learn how to make decisions like at a certain point like you're gonna i feel like you're gonna fuck things up and you're not gonna do everything right and that's why i think it's so crazy that there there are people who want to tell other people make or make laws about how you should fucking treat your kids like grown ass adults that can do whatever they want and make decisions for themselves and that creating any sort of structure for a child is wrong because they're an individual and it's like no they're a fucking child and they need a parent what do you think's more common boys with mommy issues or like dudes with mommy issues or girls with daddy issues guys with daddy issues (laughs) that's not that's not an option I presented to you. I don't care. That's what I think is most often. But maybe that's just like most of the people I, I am close to girls are dudes. Issues. I think are, so too. I think that's a really common one. I think so, but I also I feel like the majority of the people that I know in my just because like people that I grew up with and people that I know and people that I've talked to about that kind of shit. I know a lot of people that just had like grew up with buttonheads with their dad. Like that's a really common well, thing. It is. It's definitely more common in I think than women that have issues with their moms. I've, it's kind of, seen a lot of evolutionary that. in a way. Yeah. You think of like <clears throat> living in a, in caveman days. Mm-hmm. You uh, or let's look at chimpanzees, right? Mm-hmm. In the in the group, the the son can't stay. Right. Once he reaches sexual maturity, the son can't stay because now you're you're breeding with moms, sisters, mm-hmm. all that. So you instinctually like i'm out of here you guys don't know fucking anything i'm getting the fuck out yeah and you go to a different tribe that's kind of what's going on yeah it's weird when you first it's weird like i remember with tommy with humans you're you're fucking stuck you have to be in the same house as your mom and dad and do everything they tell you to do and then everything the school tells you to do yeah 
that's why so many people just are like, fuck everything, man. Well, and that's it's a weird it's a weird idea too. Like, when does an when does a human become an adult? Yeah, is it after? Well, puberty? we made up the idea of an adult. Right, so it's not a real thing in in nature. It's puberty. Puberty is when you become an adult. It's when yeah. you're able to procreate, which for humans is pretty young compared to our age for adult. Which I th- agree with. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I'm I'm not saying that I, I disagree. I know. With it. I know. I'm you're just, just saying, saying like we have you're looking this, at it realistically. We have a, the age of cons- consent is not exactly when you become an adult. Right. And. This is the time when when puberty is happening. This is when everything's going crazy and nobody's really talking about it. Like I've told Jack, I'm like, it's coming. It's coming and You're I know fucked, dude. <laughs> I know everything that comes out of my mouth is going to be wrong. I will know nothing and you will know everything. I get it. Go sow your wild oats, but just know that when you're done with that, I'm still gonna be your buddy. Come back. Yeah. Come back and talk to me because I'd rather hang out with you after that. That's one of the hardest things that I went through in life and also one of the greatest things because I remember watching Tommy go through it with my dad and I remember thinking like, how the fuck do you guys talk to each other like that? Like, why do you guys hate each other? So like, it seemed like they fucking hated each other. You know, they were so opposed. And then as it was almost like as soon as Tommy moved out, that was when it happened with me and my dad. Like, I remember having arguments with him and it was like, I feel like I'm arguing with some dude. Yep. That I just live in his house. Like, this doesn't feel like my f- yep. caring father anymore, yep. you know? Well, and, it's the, tos- and, the testosterone going through your right. blood. You're just like... And you know how my dad is, I and you know how alpha. I am. Yep. And I remember, like, at each other's throats, dude. Yes. And I remember, like, I don't want to feel this way towards my <laughs> father. And I left, and there was a period of time that I thought, like, I had a shitty relationship with my dad. But then I went out, and I lived my fucking life, and... I learned some shit. There was some shit that I was like, yeah, he was fucking right. And he was looking out for me, even if he didn't come across the way that he was trying to, or he didn't explain it the right way. You interpreted it wrong. Or I interpreted it wrong. But then there was some other shit that I was like, no, you were wrong, but I'm (laughs) doing my own thing now. And that's, that's how it's supposed to fucking happen. Yeah, I remember yeah. it was weird because my boss pointed that out. Cause he was the one who was like renting to me. I tell him, I was like, dude, it's so cool. Like I go see my dad and like, I don't have to argue about the things I argued with when I fucking lived with him because, like, you go out and you become a fucking adult. Like, the things that you want to change, you fucking yeah. change. And the things that you want to keep the same, you keep the same. And you guys have a mutual respect for each other now. And he change- looks at me differently because he yeah. sees me living my life yeah. and judges me based off my actions. When you're a fucking kid, you know, like, you haven't done shit, you know? Well, true. And, and it's like, hey, go. I want you to do laundry. It's like, you're my dad get fucked <laughs> and then you move out and it's like well guess what if i want to have clean clothes and i want to be presentable and mm-hmm. i want to have some uh inkling of attracting the a fair sex like yeah. i have to do that shit now yeah. so eh, dad i think you were kind of right i'm sorry for being <clears throat> a dick <laughs> yeah so i was i was very independent and i think responsible like for my age at the time that I left, I think it was just like what you were saying. Like, I I don't think it was even that we disagreed on that much. Like it felt so much more like primal human nature. Yeah. The week with Tommy and my dad, like I'm not saying either one of us is more different than him, but like with you guys, like there were certain things that you guys, it would, you guys would be at each other's throats because you guys would just deeply disagree on things, you know? 
I felt like with me and him, it was like we just went from getting along really well to all of a sudden it was like he was he was pushing me away even though he was if he wasn't trying sure, yeah. to you know like it was just like I'm that, sure that it felt it like that natural thing. It, I'm, I'm, well, I my, would bet that it came on rather quickly. My biggest issue was like. Uh, I I I liked the idea. I I feel like I had a good handle on like understanding that he worked all the time and was divorced and obviously was going through a midlife crisis at the same time that I was going through like becoming Puberty. a man. Yeah. So it's just the two <laughs> worst times for both of us yep. to be in the same area. Absolutely. And I just my so I felt like I respected where he was at, but I feel like uh, sometimes we'd be arguing about something and it would start pretty innocuous, but eventually he would just pull the, like, I'm older than you card, I'm fucking right, bitch. Yeah. And I hate that shit. Yeah. Like, I, I like it backing up stuff by, lot, like, uh, not to get all Ben Shapiro, no, about, I get but, it. like, bust out the facts and logic or some fucking proof, think, not though, anecdotal something shit. I, that's what bothered in me. in recent years... Well, and uh, to, to point but that, But he's still like that. I just he, had to learn that that's just how he is. Yes, that. And so I just can't really argue. back down. Yeah. Even, even in the face of defeat. he's wrong. Yeah. Yes. He'll, he'll slyly shift what he's talking about, maybe. Right. But, something yeah. I think I've developed is that, like... I know I can be argumentative and sometimes I get caught up in my fucking emotions and shit. But like I've realized like with some people it's so like I don't think there's anything wrong. Like I understand like wanting somebody to be able to defend why they believe something or why they feel a certain way. But sometimes depending on the person, I don't, have a not even sometimes it's I don't have enough respect for you to feel the need to even explain myself to you I won't sure. even get to that point sure or I just don't fucking want to like I don't, I don't like care. yeah I don't like exp like that night that you were asking me about fighting and shit a big part of that was because I've had conversations that I was kind of projecting a little bit I've had conversations that f I felt like that one was going in the same direction sure and when people question something like that, yep. generally, I will just completely leave it alone. It's like, you don't know anything about this, and I don't feel like explaining it to you because either I just don't want to, I don't have the energy to, sure. I don't care enough to, or I don't think that you would even be able to understand if I did lay it out in the way that I believe but because you're my cousin, your family, and yeah. I respect you, yeah. and it threw me off, and I was drunk... It felt I felt that sense of like like I was being interrogated, like I was being yeah, yeah, attacked. Yeah. I get that. But I came down from it because I realized I was like, like you said, you're like I was just bullshitting with you. Like yeah, we yeah. were just talking, you know. And I wasn't trying to rile you up or no, anything. No, and I know I know the way that you are, and like you you, like when you were asking me about fighting, and you said you're like I don't mind. You like, go down the rabbit hole, like whatever, like talk about it, you know. Like yeah. I'm the same way. Like I like talking. Like me and Tommy will sit here and compare, uh, dick size, right? Yeah, that too. <laughs> His is bigger. We'll compare writing to martial arts for like an hour. It's like it, you'd be surprised. Like I don't even think that it's that they're that similar. It's just like anytime somebody is that like loves something that much, it's art. It's yeah, it's art. Like yeah. you can well, find the similarities, you know. And I felt like you, like with you, like it's weird. Like everybody has something like that. And with you, I've always felt like it's just almost. I I I don't know if it's family. You mm -hmm. know, I feel like you the thing that you like with me it's like work 
and martial arts. Like I'm, I'm in this phase of life to where I'm just trying to be successful mm-hmm. and make myself as as good as I can because I don't have a wife or kids. You know, like I'm, I'm being selfish. I'm working on me, Absolutely. you know, but also trying to find a good balance and be good to the family that I do have that's around me because they mean a lot. Sure. But with you, like you, like my thing is like I'm focused on that. So sometimes like somebody who I don't respect, like either like the way that they treat me or their position in life, like I'm not, why the fuck would I even get into this conversation sure. with you? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I don't want to learn anything from you and I don't want to teach you anything. But with you, I feel like it's just your life. Like you're, you have, like you said, you have a fucking wife, kids, mm-hmm. you got a, a career, you know, like you don't benefit anything from, you know, having that conversation with somebody sometimes. You but know? I also don't, Do I? Let's yeah. see here. Um, <laughs> I kind of said like ten things. I want to so. ask questions to people. To ask questions, I right. like I I wasn't asking those questions to piss you off. I was yeah. asking questions for for me to right. know, but also to see if. You have asked those questions yourself. Mm-hmm. I like to do that to everyone. See, it's like a devil's advocate kind of that thing. That was why, that was where I took it personally because it was like, to me, I have known you for a while and like I, 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 I figured at the time, I was like in my head, like I remember thinking like, I thought we were at a point of mutual respect to where this guy wouldn't think that I would get this deep into something without no, yeah, thinking yeah. about it. Like you see how seriously I take it. But then at the same time, like how you've never, you've never seen me do it. No, nope. you, you, we haven't talked about it that much. Nope. I look back and I was like, he was just fucking asking me about it. And you know? there like was a whole was, bunch of other weird. people there that also didn't know anything. Right. And we're kind of pitching in and it was just, it felt I, like an odd time to have that car. And, and it's part of, it's like you said, I'll go down the rabbit hole. I have a hard time talking about it without getting deep into it. Mm-hmm. And, Oftentimes, I just don't fucking talk about it to people no, because they don't care. It's easily interpreted it. interpreted as like if I'm asking you a question that I want to know if you've asked that question to yourself. It's right. like this guy thinks I'm that fucking dumb that I haven't asked yeah. this question to myself. Right. Um, but a lot of the times too, I will ask questions. I would say seventy five percent or more of the times that I'm asking people questions, mm-hmm. I already know the fucking answer. Right. I'll either I'm either doing it to make you look bad. Right. Or I'm and there, doing I don't, it to make you look good. I also don't think there's anything wrong with you saying, like, with, with somebody, if you want to go around in question, like, I want to find out what you're about. I want to yeah. see, like, okay, you're talking yeah. about like and fighting. What do you know? You know, like, do you, you ask like me it? about supplements and shit. Sure. If I was insecure about, like, my, I'd be like, fuck, dude. I was like, <clears throat> what, does he think I'm not a good fighter because I don't fake take fucking supplements? He right. doesn't know the hours that I put in right. this, yeah, this yeah. and that. But, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's a mixture of... I respect you, and I I get that. I see where you're coming from, yeah. but I also know what my position is in this subject and like the work that I put in. Sure, I'm not insecure about that, so yeah. I don't take it as like, who the fuck are you to ask me? Like, <laughs> what supplements do you take, bitch? Have you ever even kicked box in your I life? I you know? like, like disagreeing with people sometimes because you like to argue. Time, you actually you enjoy yes, but, arguing, but because for a long time I thought the only way an argument could go is either somebody tells you that you're wrong or they tell you that you're wrong and then later they come to you and apologize and say that they were wrong i like having arguments with people that are structured to where one person's not getting like pissed off like because even if i argue with somebody about something that maybe is really personal to them or to me 
I try really hard to not let that like I don't I don't want to get emotional about it. Yeah, I'm not gonna like go to bat for this issue. Like at the end of the day, it's just two people talking. I'm assuming like even if you somebody has an opinion that you find really deplorable you're in their company they must be right. a pretty decent person because they're not, not fighting them yeah you're not <laughs> fighting them like take take a look back you know they're probably not racist or whatever right. like just chill like talk to people because that's how you learn things and i think that when you argue if you talk to somebody that you agree with you're not learning anything you're just jerking off i also think but there's a time and a place for that because there are people that like there's certain things like with you and me like there's certain things that i just know that we disagree on and i don't have a desire to to talk about them with you but there's other things that like I'll go deep into and I don't mind sitting here. And there's been times that I've told you like, oh, I never thought about that. That's interesting. Like you're, you know, like that's I've been enlightened by conversations that we've had before. I I don't think it's just like anybody that I'm close to and I'm around talking to like this. I will talk about anything with and consider their opinion. Like I have the right to disregard people's Absolutely. opinions on shit. 100%. And some people just get mad. Like, how could you not give me the chance <laughs> to make you explain yourself? It's like. Because I don't fucking care. You well, know? It doesn't matter. You, and if not, you're not in not, my position, you yeah. don't see like the amount of like, I've, fuck, I've had this, I'm about to go off, had this conversation with my girlfriend before. It's like, she doesn't understand what I mean when I say, I don't have the energy for this. Like, what do you mean? You're not doing anything. It's like, no, I just mean like in life. Like, I don't want to have conversations like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could. And you know that. That's why you're persistent about it. And I see where you're motivated, but it's just not worth the fucking time. And I don't want to fucking do it. Like the energy that it takes, like for me. I know me, exactly and, what you're and talking it's, about. It's, some people take it, and it, it, sometimes it's because they've never experienced the the amount of of work that you put into your life, or the amount of like how busy you are. Like, or sometimes it's just because you guys just don't agree on something. But I don't like when so, like somebody doesn't understand like the idea of it's like I just don't have the mental capacity yeah. to deal with this yep. right now and i don't fucking want to i'm plagued you know? with and that I don't, every day i don't have to explain to you why you know there's yep. nothing wrong with that yep. i feel like somebody like you like i if i wasn't related to you uh -huh. it would probably be really difficult for me to become your friend because from what i've seen your friends are people that you've known pretty much your whole fucking life yeah or your close family and yeah. you're like even when I worked with you, you were like pretty fucking straightforward, didn't fuck around a lot, you know? And it's, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of just like, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing like, yep. but you're also like when you are sitting around and we're talking like, that's where you get out your, Oh, I, I do. I do respect you. Like, that's why yeah. I kind of took it as like, Oh, he was asking me about that because he does respect me and he does yeah. want to know. And he does see how important this is to me. Yep. And he does want to learn, you know, I shouldn't have got offended about that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And this isn't like me trying to like re apologize no, for good. it, but like, Things like that, you know, like I when something like that happens with a family member, uh -huh. I'm like, huh, why did that happen? You know, like, and I, it kind of came down to, I was like, me misinterpreting the situation. I you think know? anytime somebody I'm not ashamed of that either because be I felt like that was a learning experience for sure. me rather than me, you know, one of it, it didn't feel like one of us was trying to prove the other wrong. You know, it was like we were just talking and it's yep. like, I think you can learn a lot out of just like a simple little fucking conversation with that. Even if it goes south, you know, I can look back on yep. it and be like, huh, maybe how did that happen? You know? Yeah. Uh, to what you were saying about like the wasting or it's, it's like, I don't even want to deal. I don't want to yeah. devote time. People think that's a cop out and it's like, you no. don't understand me if you don't understand why I don't want to have this conversation. Right. And you're talking about conversation. I, I apply that and I get it all the time. It's like, uh, well, you know, a lot, um, can you, like, teach me about, um, 
screen printing. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, I can I can talk to you about some screen printing, sure. Uh, but the way I learned it is I I went online and I researched it, and I, yeah. and I I devoted a lot of time to it. So. Uh, and this is how I do things. If I yeah. want to know how to grow onions, I will go and do research on. You just fucking do it. That's right, all there is right. to it. Yeah. So when people come to me, they want you to drop kick them to the finish line and, and say, just bring you bring them to where you're at. But it's like that's not how the process works. You have to go through, yes. and it might not even be the same way that I learned. You have to learn your fucking way if you want to get good at something. Sure. Don't just expect me to be able to just hand it off to you. I know because I get the same fucking thing with martial arts. I've had so many people come to me since, dude. Seriously, I've had so many people like when, once I started posting about it. People would from like high school would be like, "Hey man, like I see you're doing that's really cool." And it's like this might sound like arrogant, but like I have people tell me like, "Hey man, like I, I want to get into it, this and that." And like the first few times that happened, it was like, "Oh, this is actually kind of cool," you know? Like I'd love to teach you, like that'd be cool. But then it's like, "What gym do you go to? Like who do I talk to?" It's like, dude, when I started this shit, I didn't fucking know anybody. I showed up, I got my ass beat a bunch. Just it was the most it. uncomfortable starting yeah. out position I've ever been in life. But one thing I knew, I was like, I remember dealing with this with work. I remember dealing with this my first time being in a relationship. There's so many times I'd felt that way in life. This was more intense, but I was like, this embodies that. I was like, this yeah. is uncomfortable, and I want to find my way through it, you sure. know? And eventually, the people around you start to respect you, and even if you're not very good, they see the will, and that's where it starts. It doesn't start because nobody knows how to do something before they fucking do it. But that's when people want to take advantage. Right. Sometimes, but also, like, like back to, like, what you were saying, is, like, when people ask you, it's like, I started just telling people, I'm like, bro, this is the name of the gym. That's all I'm going to, like, if you want, like, I can't just, like, push this off on you. Like, if you want to learn this thing... Like, you have to show the initiative. Like, go through it your own way, you mm -hmm. know, rather than looking for me. Like, I can't just give it to you. And also, with how busy I am, like, it would be a waste of – like, if somebody yep. has, like, a lot of will and they, they're learning and they're, 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 they're catching up to you, it's like I, I, it, it benefits me a lot to work with this person because we're, we're gaining from each other versus somebody who just wants to show up and just – leech off of whatever you have it's yeah. like you're taking i could be going to train with that guy who's way better than me and will be hard as fuck on me but i'm gonna learn from that rather than this other guy who's just gonna be like you know even if they're 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 not meaning to it's like they're kind of dragging you down a little bit sure. and that's something that it's like if i were to explain that some people especially if somebody who's never been through anything like that in their life is gonna be like well you're a fucking asshole i was just asking if you'd help yeah. me it's like it's that's that's a conversation that I just don't have anymore. I don't see that much in people as young as you. I only have recently gotten into that um, the mindset of like, dude, I don't want to waste my time because most of the time it's not something that I already know that somebody comes and asks me. It's like something that I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, how do you make beer? It's like, I don't know. I, I'd have to research that. Why don't you research that? Right. You want me to research that for you and then give you the cliff notes? No, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Dude, do it yourself. That's right. why I don't really... Uh, I'm not good at it, but I also don't really like to show people how to play music because sure. if you really wanted to do it, you would Go just, you would just right. figure out how to do it yes. like I did, you know? that My son... I've had a couple people like, hey, show me how to play guitar. Absolutely. I'll show you how to play guitar. Here's a chord. Play that chord and play it good. Now here's another chord. Mm -hmm. Now play switch between those two. Just switch between those two and do that. I want practice twenty minutes a day for the mm -hmm. next two weeks, and I'll 
But how many people have you seen I'll do that for five minutes and like, oh, this is too hard. I don't oh, want to do it anymore. It hurts my fucking fingers. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you, I just want you to know. Like, I showed you these two chords. You, yeah, you I don't even that. have the confidence to give somebody a regimen like that, though, because I think the way that I learned how to play every instrument is so not the right way that I wouldn't even feel confident showing somebody how to do it the way sure. I did because uh, I don't. I, I don't even know how I did. That's how the I just played it until I figured out kind of what I was doing. Yes. And I can't quantify that when yes, I'm trying to show somebody. Yes, and that's how I did it. Like, I, I just figured it out. Do you want to learn how to play chords? Well, there's there's books out there that show you how to do chords. And especially right. with YouTube, like, that's and now how I figured it, out how to do rotoscoping. When I did it, there was no I YouTube. Just, They're it, coming yeah. to you because it takes, it takes no confidence to ask somebody that you know, like... Just can you just teach me this rather than going into that uncomfortable environment where you don't know anything and having to confront that it. and figure it out on your own? It's you know? very frustrating. But when for I see now. like when I like I know I keep going back to the like martial arts, but that's where I see it a lot. Is like I see what you somebody do. fucking come to the gym and they are so excited. Like even if they fucking like I said, I'm not a fucking expert, but I can judge somebody if I feel like they fucking suck. But they show so much, like they want to learn so much, and like yeah. they care about it. Yeah, it's like I want to work with that person because I see, I've seen that in myself, and it's like you said. Obviously, there's other people that are involved, but this this talent wouldn't be created if you didn't absorb that and practice it. You know, yeah. like it is you, it is yep. you, and that's how anything is taught or learned. You know, it's it's a combination of the will and people who will share that with you you yeah. know yep. and and you have to have both you can't have yep. one or the other you know I feel but like if you have the will you'll figure out a fucking way if there's a will there's a way if you yes. want to learn something bad enough you'll figure it out and you don't need my fucking help if anything i'd Just rather learn it. something i tend to stick with things that i go out and learn on my own more like as much as right. i like it's having like failure. you right as failure much as i like helps you there's been times better. i've went and had you help me with shit on my car uh-huh. I do that when it's like, this is my fucking daily car. Like, when I fix sure. the Ford, it's like, I needed that shit running as quick as possible. Ron, I, I need a favor. Can you please help me with this? And you did. Yeah. And I appreciated that. But if I, like, with my Blazer, when that thing fucking broke, I was like, this is going to suck. I don't, I'm not a fucking mechanic. I'm going to sit here on... I have YouTube. I have several trips back and forth to O'Reilly's buying the wrong fucking parts and this <laughs> and that. But I did that shit on my own, and I fucking learned more doing that than anything I'd else it's I'd ever valuable. done, and it sticks with you yeah. more, you yep. know. So now, like as much as I you hate go to that, re- when you go to Riley's and you got a part and you say, okay, triple check this, please, yeah. because I don't want to come back <laughs> yeah. here. You don't learn that until that happens right. to you, yeah. right? Well, yeah, and that's that's one of those things. It's like it doesn't. It just I don't know. It sticks with you better, you know. Failure is is a the one of the best. Uh, and teachers. even though I hate that process. I I love how I feel the afterward. Result. I love yeah, the yeah. result. So yep. I I push myself towards that. When and I'm that, teaching maintenance, yeah, guys, I feel like that mentality is something you just have to figure out on your own. You I know? will wait for them to fuck it up. I can see like you're you're putting that in wrong. Mm-hmm. You're putting the wrong bolt in. Mm-hmm. I'll let you do it. Or those two bolts need to be removed for you to move on to the next step. I'll let you do that. Right. And you'll be like, oh shit, I got to take those out. Like, yep, you do. So next time you'll remember. That's why if I, I think, tell you that you need. Yeah, to Yeah, if you just go, right. oh, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, yep. I'm the same way. If somebody if somebody checks me on that and I don't actually physically fuck something up, I'll just do it again because yeah. I I won't remember it. Yeah. I won't remember. Well, you like, spar somebody and they drop their hand. You're gonna punch them in the face, yep. and then afterward you're gonna say, hey, don't do you know why that happened? <laughs> you remember the pain, and now you remember me saying it was because you dropped your hand. It's the same way for me. I'll do something wrong, 
and I'll, my coach won't stop and be like, hey, I was going to punch you in the face, but I didn't want you to get hurt, so I'm going to tell you this. Fuck that. I, t- I even say, like, when we're holding the pads and they go to throw a hand out and, like, let you know every once in a while, like, your hand's dropping, they'll just go, like, you fucking smack me. Because yep. I'll remember. If you smack me, I'm going to remember getting hit, and I'm going to say, I didn't fucking like that, so I'm going to avoid that, you yep. know? You know what's interesting about, because you're talking about teaching people how to fix shit, and you're talking about fighting. With, like... They're, they're like with art, you don't really know Whoa. when you're not doing it right. What? I just got a manly foot rub. <laughs> well, don't stop. Go ahead. Uh, there's a lot like something that's not just for function or for winning with making music or writing or something. I don't know when I'm doing it right or wrong. The right. only thing I have to compare to is like um, seeing other stuff that I like and, and just thinking, like, am I at this level yet of like the people that inspire me like am i as good as i want to be and i feel like when you look at it that way you're never going to be good enough because you're always going to like most great people are super critical of themselves to a fault and yeah, that's they, how great they I never am. <laughs> never stop yeah but it's 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 just you've chosen a, a path of pain because yeah. you're never good. Well, that's the same thing as like people. People pain. who grow up. Like, how many people do you know that had really shitty childhoods and they grew up and they they became successful. very successful, yeah, yeah. strong people? And yeah. it's like that's because they learned that hard way for a long yeah, time. Sometimes, not all I the time. I'm not saying all just the time. People that can be successful, whatever your life was. There's people that have heart and drive and initiative mm-hmm. and gumption and some go go getter attitude. There's also people that just want to be a bump on a log, right? Yeah, and just eke their way through life and and play a victim. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about, regardless of circumstance, for a lot of times, yeah, I think circumstance has a little bit to play with it, but I don't think it's as high as most people think. It. Do you want to be an entrepreneur? How many people want to be their own boss? How many people actually go and do it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not your circumstance. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you only have five bucks to your name. You can go do it. Yeah. You just have to do it. Yeah. Most people don't grab it. I had a conversation like that with one of my old bosses. He owned two companies, and I just kind of flipped back and forth working for both of them. But I was I was kind of just like his right-hand man. And I remember we were talking about money one time, and he like he laid it out, and I was like, I think I was like 18, 19 at the time. And I remember telling him, I was like something about like, was basically saying it wasn't fair. Cause I was like, I see how much work I make for it. And then I see how much you take home versus how much I take home. And I was like, I'm not saying I think that I should be making as much as you. I'm just saying, I think I should be making more. And he's like, yeah, but what you don't see is you see how much you make. How much goes into your, how much goes in your pocket and then how much I take home. And he's like, and I'm not, and I was like, I get it. I know there's other expenses, but I know how much of this you get. Like, I've been doing it long enough. I do the number. Like, I know how much you get. And he's like, he told me, he was like, you don't see, he's like, you didn't put in the work of what it took for me to become this position. He's like, when I was in college, he's like, I was working my fucking ass off, going to yeah. school. He had a fencing business. Like, he's talking about all this shit. He's like, I had to go through like all that. Fighting like, people with swords? I've earned, I've earned the right to be able to take that money from you because you're working for it, but I wor- I've been working for it yeah. for fucking years. And he's like, and if you want... To make that much money off of that, 
do it. Do what I do. Yes. Don't work for me. Yep. But he's like, you you don't have the right to complain about that, you know. And I I one hundred percent agreed with him. Like yeah. I remember being, I was like, no, I, I get I get that. That makes sense. You know, it's it was kind of like a shitty reality at the time. I was like, I get it. That that totally makes sense. And I remember I had, had friends that had quit there, and I remember them saying like, oh, it's bullshit. Like he makes this much money, and it's like, yeah, but like. He worked for it. like he he did what he had to in life to get to that fucking position. He also takes all of the responsibility as well. All, yes, exactly. If it doesn't come out good because you fucked it up, mm-hmm. he pays the price for that. Right. Does that happen often? Probably not. Mm-hmm. He's also paying insurance for you. Right. Insurance for the business. There's there's a whole bunch of stuff that. Yeah. And as a kid, you really don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Um. Is it helpful for uh? an adult or a business owner to explain that to you? Sure. Absolutely. It's helpful. Do most of them do it? Fuck. No, no, <laughs> no. Fuck you. You're replaceable. Yeah. You want to talk shit about how much money I make? Hit, hit the road, dude. I'll yeah. find somebody else yeah. and I'll probably pay him less. So yeah. there's more. I'm still, pocket. I'm still friends with that guy because he, he taught me lessons that he didn't need to. And sometimes they were hard fucking lessons to learn like sure. that, you know? And it was just like, he he cared about me, but he also there was there was a, a a line in the sand. It was like you're still my fucking employee, and yep. you're here, and I'm here. And if you don't like that, I'm not gonna change that for you. You can you can go somewhere else and see if that works out better for you. But this is why I'm where I'm at, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is why I why you're where you're at, you know. If you, I'm not saying that you don't have it in you to do what I do, I'm just saying you don't you don't do it, you know. Yep. Not saying that you're incapable, you yep. know. That's why I tell people like. I was one of my coaches is fucking he owns uh, like Domino's pizza restaurants or something. And usually we were talking about like he's like, oh, no, I understand. And I respect, you know, the nine to five, you know, like I realize like you can only do so much, you know, uh, making money that way. And, you know, like we were talking about like he's like the pros and cons. He's like with his job, you know, he makes passive income like he has whatever fucking schedule he wants. He's his own boss. But sometimes when shit gets fucking hairy, he's working a lot. And if shit goes wrong like he could lose everything you know yep so like there's a lot like you were saying there's a lot more risk involved he's having to rely on other fucking people for me i just know i just got to show up every day and do what the fuck i got to do and just hope that whoever is in charge and running the company can keep it running that way yeah you know it's like there's it's different kinds of stress you know and those guys who fall into that or not fall into that position work for that position usually it's because they like that they like that drive that's what drives them you know for me at this point in my life i'm content working in this way and there's time there's things that i don't like about it but then there's things that i like it's like i don't i don't want to have to fucking run a business because i i've i've known enough people that do that that it's like i can see i can see the advantages and disadvantages it takes a lot more time too for sure it eats up a lot more time yeah it's not something that you just snap your fingers and it fucking happens and it's not yeah it's i can go get a job anywhere and be a roofer even if you have people working for you there's you're still working all the time you're gonna yeah. get phone calls at that wee hours and of the, the night. The scope of that endeavor is not. It, it would be like all the things that I do combined, like even just doing this podcast, having to edit, and all, all the shit that goes into this. Running a business is like. I mean, you're getting paid for it, but like the amount of work that goes into that is not always though. Too. Yeah, sometimes Some you're not making money. Owners, I'm not taking pay this month. Like yeah, I'll I'll buy groceries or something, but I'm not taking a salary. Yeah, I'm not taking that. 
There's a lot of businesses. My boss used to tell me his wage, like, because he was basically like, on his own payroll, but like he made like $15 an hour and I made like 22 He's like, granted, I make this much from this, 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 you know, and yep. when, a, when a, like one of his construction jobs was done, he's like, this is what I take home. He's like, but I put that right into the next one. He's like, I'm, I'm yep. trying to grow this shit, you mm-hmm. know, like that's something that I don't have to fucking worry about, you know? Yep. And, and do you have enough cover, um, enough money in the bank to cover uh, paychecks? Mm-hmm. Because I've already bought the materials for the next job. Shit. What am I going to do? Right. That kind of stuff. You the the worker don't see that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a different it's a different kind of stress. But the one thing that I am if I could change one thing about my job now, it would just it would just be having like a normal I I don't know. I've done it before and it drove me fucking insane. It's just like anything. It's pros and cons to it. Like I like having a schedule that changes. But it's a motherfucker sometimes because there's so many things that I want to do consistently, you yeah. know, and on a schedule, I have to put it yeah, on a schedule, but I can't because of my job. I'd lose my fucking mind if I had a job like but that because everything me- else that I do is on a schedule. So if I couldn't do that, if I didn't know when I'd have time to do certain things, I'd, I'd well, lose I've my also had mind. a job that was like that and still done the hobbies, hobbies that I do now. Hobbies, hobbies. <laughs> I burped when I said that. <laughs> I know that it was nice, but also like. I don't know. It was the same thing as, like, I've told you before. Like, I don't know how the fuck you go to the same place every day for work. Granted, for you, it's different because, like, for me, I was stacking. I was doing the same fucking thing every day that was not engaging at all, stacking pallets or whatever. For you, you are... A every mechanically inclined guy. Every day you show up and it's like, all right, what am I going to do today? What am I going to figure out and fix? You know, whether that's exciting or not, it's engaging, you know? So every day is different, you yep. know? And I, I see the difference in that. But for me, like, I was like, I can't go to the same fucking place and do the same shit every day. Like, I don't know how people do that. I can like, disassociate pretty hard when I'm just, like, There's counting shit. There's a lot of people shit. that can, yeah. No, I can't. Not, I love not that going I'm to unattentive, but, like, I can... When I get shit down, like, into a routine, I can just... Think about stuff. Yeah, I can think about other stuff. And then yep. it's like, I'm just getting paid to sit here and think, which Better is a myself. good fucking deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not physically taxing to walk around I feel like I can things. also do that. I can do that. Like, I've had big thinks at work, but I can also... Like, I also enjoy <laughs> being able to go different fucking places. What's the last big thing that you had? <laughs> Probably about like a cheeseburger or something because I've been starving myself for the last couple weeks. When you have a big think, does everybody know because there's smoke coming yeah. out of your ears? Yeah. What are you eating right now? Salad. A lot of salad. Top ramen. Top ramen. Mainly for Four the sodium. Four s'mores. <laughs> mainly for the sodium. And what? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to have one s'more. I, had, I lost count of how many I had. I think completely, he had four. Completely sober cut out except almost all the bullshit yeah except for weed and s'mores almost all the bullshit (laughs) almost sugar completely i've had a lot of natural sugars i just pretty much just went all natural and just cut my calories down you know the whole he's like you're gonna lose weight if the amount of calories you're burning is more than how much you're intaking you know yeah uh but it was it was it was weird trying to find like because at first, I went too hardcore. I lost, like, 10 pounds in two weeks, and I was, like, I was super tired all the time. I was I, I was just, I was ready to suffer. I was, like, this is what I got to do, you know? But I didn't realize, like, I wasn't having any protein, you know? Like, I, I, I overcorrected, and then I realized, I was, like, okay, I can, I can every once in a while eat a fucking pound of steak and, you know, re-up myself and gain a couple pounds, but it's, like, 
two steps forward, one step back. You know, that's kind of how I've been losing the weight, you know, cool. just to make sure that I'm not like depleting myself and I'm getting to my, I'm two pounds away from my weight and I'm two weeks away. I can lose two pounds in fucking a couple hours, you know, like I'm, my idea was to get to the weight and be comfortable with it. And, and, uh, and, uh, what would you call that? Just, just get used to it so that by the time I'm in and be practicing and training this weight so that by the time I walk in there, it's not like I'm not like emaciated and like not yeah. used to it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's, it's been a fun process. It sucks sometimes, but like, yeah, the other night they were, they were eating s'mores and I had already had my dinner and I had, I had a good dinner that night. I ate a pound of liver with a bunch of steamed vegetables and I felt good. And I told him, I was like, I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to have to like run away from it to be able to not like i i i need i should be able to sit around them while they're eating fucking s'mores and be fine and nope. i was like ah, i'm gonna have one and then less than five minutes later i inhaled four of them dumbass that's <laughs> funny because like i don't i don't put a limit on what i'm eating but you are you you're like oh I'm, I'm not gonna have any like i was eating popcorn yesterday talking to him and he's standing <laughs> in the hallway and i could see his eyes would just look down at my bowl of popcorn and like he had already grabbed like several handfuls and i wasn't even like i was trying to listen to what he was saying but i'm just laughing because like i could just see when your eyes went down to the popcorn you just like walk over to my bowl of popcorn <laughs> i'm like you fucker. the shitty thing is like i start because like i know i can fucking crack down on myself and i can lose a lot i can get to that weight and i can i can do it without fucking myself up so like I'll tell myself I'm like I could eat that chicken fried steak and lose the weight by Friday like uh, I could be back but it's like you're just I'm gonna have to do I want to have that one I good can have meal, a couple of shots and but be then able to I'm gonna home. have to suffer for the next week t- because I'm not because I did that and I'm gonna have to fucking get back down you know and yep. like normally like I'm pretty fucking good at you know uh, balancing in every, everyday life you know like my diet and shit like I I I'm a pretty healthy in shape person for the most part, but I definitely like, what's the fucking point if I can't sit down and have a few what's beers your favorite every once food? in a while, chicken fried steak with mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah. You remember that weekend that you guys he knows how bad he wants it right now. Oh, uh, <laughs> beef or pork beef. Have you ever Never had, a had pork? it with pork? Is it good? Dude, uh-huh. you remember that weekend that you came over when I came up with the shock pads for, and I, I didn't do it because I didn't do the podcast because I, I said I felt sick. It was when I came up Here? in my shorts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I came up for a little bit. Well, it turned out I, I got tested that week. I had strep throat. I was I just was starting to feel the fever. So I knew something was off. And uh, I was supposed to go over to my grandma's house. It was the week after my birthday. She was going to make venison chicken fried steak. And you know mm. how she makes everything from scratch. She's yeah. one of the best cooks I know. I was so fucking pissed off about that, dude. I was looking forward to that. I chose that like two weeks before. I'll make you some uh, after your fight if you want. Hell yeah. No, I dig that. I'm good at it. Huh? Uh, your your pork? No, it'll be oh. just a cube steak that I buy. I'd still eat it. Uh, did you see I like uh, had fried dandelions? Yeah, that looks good. They're I've always wanted good. to try that. Fry? How does I would just want to try dandelions because people just eat that like a salad sometimes. Don't yeah, they? yeah, the whole plant is edible. It's yeah. fucking wild. Um, Gramps was the one who told me that when I was a kid, and I was like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you just pick the flower when it's open, and then you, uh, I like. Put it in cold water and salt to kill all the bugs and shit. Dry them off. Dip them in an egg. Throw them in flour and seasonings. And then Sunny made wine too, huh? I made the wine. You made the wine? I yeah. She I just posted pictures of it, it on Facebook. It's and... still fermenting. Okay. Still... It's, it takes like, what, a year or something? No. So uh, you, you go until the yeast is done. 
I put a fuck ton of sugar in it, so it's gonna be potent. It's gonna be like yeah. twelve, twelve to fourteen percent alcohol. Oh yeah. Um, I was thinking. I wish I did it last year because about now it'd be ready. Right. I was thinking so, about it. As soon well, as that's done, uh, I, I, it's not fermenting, but as soon as the yeast is eating all the sugar, um, you can drink it then. You can drink it right now. It, it's just the flavor develops when you put it in the bottle and let it sit there for six months to a year. Are you guys going to party up at all? Like put any, mix anything with it or just drink it like that? Oh, I just, I did it to test it out. Right. Uh, the, most of the recipes call for putting lemon in it. I, I just did dandelions. Dandelions and sugar. You just want to see what the base yep. is like so that like. you can go from there. Yep. That makes sense. I probably would have done yeah. the same thing. And I made a gallon and a half. The lemon sounds like it would be good and like a good touch, but I think I, I see what you're saying. Just like starting yep. from the base. I just want to see what with. it's like. Um, so I'm getting there. It's still bubbling. It's still doing its thing. I got to test it here soon to see how much sugar is in it. I'll test it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Dies. Um, it's lethal. Dude, I, it's I almost made when I was, I, what's funny is like, I wasn't even like, I wasn't even broke. I just wanted to make fucking Pruno. When I was like eighteen, what the like fuck is Pruno, it's like prison wine. Like okay. I just wanted to mix some shit together. Like I didn't really. I start, the more I I researched it, the more I realized like you can get really sick or die from doing that. Yeah, you know? if you produce <laughs> wrong fucking yeah. alcohol. Well, apparently, like that's like a really common way people die in prison is like trying to make alcohol. Like that's the fucks wrong you up yeast, really bad. Yeah. yeah, and well, no, I was just watching videos like bacteria and shit, like people doing it with like the balloon Mold. on top, and when the balloon yeah. halfway blows up, you take it off and you drink it, like. Yeah. I was about. I was this close. Shane talked me out of it. I was gonna do it at his fucking house because I knew if my dad found it, he'd think things were worse than they were. And it's like <laughs> I'm not a fucking alcoholic. I'm not fucked up. I'm not broke. I just wanted to try it because I, I like trying weird shit. Yeah. I don't know? fuck with the prison burrito at all. Oh, it's dude, that, the that prison burrito is disgusting. Dang. It's I fine made, without uh, that sauce. I got a buddy who did 25 years in prison. He made for a party one time. He made fucking uh, prison nachos. And it was pretty much just like nachos with a few things substituted, but like everything has top ramen in it. Those motherfuckers use ramen for everything. And might have been because I was drunk. It's like, why, well, like that guy, like why you're not in, like you're still in you're prison. not in jail anymore. You can just make <laughs> because nachos it's, because everybody wanted to try. It. it was fun. It was cool. Like obviously we knew he could have made nachos, and he's not one of those dudes. Who's like just it's like he's he's moved on, but like it was cool. Like we all wanted to do it. And it's, it was good. I liked it. I just like trying weird shit. No, same here. I Has Tommy it. told you about the prison burritos that I make? I know what a prison burrito is. Yeah, but I mean, there's different ways you can make it. The one that I stuck with was... I don't care. I don't want to waste my time. You don't care. About your prison burrito. <laughs> <laughs> it's foul, dude. The ketchup and mayonnaise oh, ruins it. So Ugh, gross. It's, I'm Tastes all like on Taco board Bell. until you, you pour mayonnaise and fucking ketchup all over it. You know it's what's like, really no. good is... Uh, I don't fucking care good making your own mayonnaise Ooh, homemade right? mayonnaise is the shit and then you make your own bread and then you make your own uh canadian bacon and you go and pick your own lettuce and you make a sandwich with that shit everything that you made yep it's pretty fucking good it it brings it back i think it yeah. feels worthwhile i did it the other day it was pretty cool even just something simple like that. That's did you yeah, do yeah. that deliberately, or did you deliberately? Just... Yeah. Oh, okay. Like I made bread. Big old I can see why you tubes. somebody would get a lot of satisfaction out of consuming something that you put all like because you're not just consuming that that 
good tasting food. Like you, you remember all the work that though. you put in and all the all the effort. Like you made all those things. Like you, you, yeah. you created it. Like and there's I, satisfaction in that. I feel like. And as I understand well. the convenience of it. Like buying that stuff already made. I understand that convenience. But nowadays, it's just it doesn't taste the same. Yeah. It doesn't taste the same at all with all the weird chemical. Uh, maybe the <clears throat> chemicals don't give it a taste. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, th- I but think there's so, something cause... to. The simple, like making bread, the simplicity of bread, it's only like three ingredients if you want to make some white bread. But you look at a white bread that you buy at the store. 500 fucking ingredients. It's not three or four ingredients. It's a shit ton. Yeah. What do those do? What does it actually do? Because I made two loaves. It's one batch. It was two loaves of bread. And as soon as you pull it out of the oven, you brush the top of it with butter. And it's just oh, warm bread. But it kept for, well, we ate it all real quick. Like when it's fresh like that, it doesn't it doesn't keep as long, mm-hmm. but it doesn't stay as long. Right, like you're gonna consume, and it. you're making it as you're consuming it. So yeah. it's like a, it's kind of it's a job. Wild. And Sunny's yeah. like making sourdough, which nice. is nice, awesome. That's I get reset like that. Like when I go to my grandma's house and she makes a salad out of vegetables that she made, and like her homemade potato salad. Yep. She's telling me she grew the potatoes. Yeah, the eggs are from Aunt Donna and Uncle Marvin. Like everything Dude, tastes those hot dogs real the and venison. The venison kielba- so they were good. it was kielbasa. Yum. Everything's so fucking good. I'm like, dude, this is so much better than the shit that you buy at the store. Yep. You know, like. I don't quite go that. I know that's something I want to do eventually. I want to have a garden. Yeah, I want to yeah. hunt. I want to grow. You know, raise animals, livestock, and shit. And I know it's something I'm gonna do, but right now, like, and like, yeah, I'm eating a fucking salad from Walmart because they last twice as long as the ones from Fred Meyer's. Yeah, and I and that's because the they put a lot of bullshit in it. Well, and like convenient. in this position in my life, yeah, I I come home from fucking ten hours work and I gotta yep. go to the gym, bust my ass, like. Dude, I get it. Like, I know there's health benefits to that, but, like, this is what I need right now, you know? Like, where and it's else convenient. can you get that salad? Yeah, and that is me making excuses for myself. But I, I'm just saying, like, right. if you wanted to get salad from around here, who do you talk to? Right. You could probably find somebody on Facebook, but there's no resources for that. Like, yeah. I think that that would I'd have to do to it be, on my own. We, and it would probably be difficult. Yeah, because I don't have the fucking time. (laughs) Well, yeah, and it should be easier. It shouldn't be like... uh, like I think as a society, you should should be more accessible. uh, Like a Craigslist thing. Shut the fuck up. Why? I ain't got time for that. Well, (laughs) Well, I think what you're saying is like as a society, it should be more accessible. It shouldn't be the thing that's like you just go to Walmart and you get all this fake bullshit. It's not not even that. It's it's like uh, we can grow lettuce here, right? Mm -hmm. Lettuce is growable here. Why do we have to buy lettuce from Walmart that that lettuce was grown in Mexico or grown in South America? Like, why can't it be from around here? It'll be Mm -hmm. cheaper. That's what I'm trying to say. Just make some bullshit where it's like, these are like, like I make this kind of stuff and then other people say what stuff they can make and then you can make deals like that. Yeah, yeah, They have apps like that where it's like, uh, I grew too many zucchini this year, so anybody want to trade some zucchinis for some apples? But not even that, like a consistent. Like, Ron, I think the one of the reasons why you are one of my favorite people on this planet is because I don't know another person that when I go to see them, there's a 50-50% chance that... You're gonna have to cut part of this out, but there's I don't know anybody else <laughs> Hold on, don't, that don't there's say a fifty fifty percent chance that I'm either gonna get like smoked cheese or s- smoked meats or mushrooms. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm not gonna cut that out. Oh, well. you're talking about 
Like, if he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> mushrooms that you eat. Yeah. Right. Those Edible ones. mushrooms? Mm-hmm. 